Located just north of downtown Milwaukee, Grafton, Wisconsin is the heart of it all. Bustling festivals, family events, and live entertainment are what we're known for. Business or pleasure, Grafton has it all. With a thriving economy and a warm community, we're the perfect place to get away. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. I'm Megan Shelwatt, Special Events and Tourism Promotion Director for the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce. Some of you may know me from the Grafton Chamber social media pages. Today, I want to share with you details about Grafton that I can't share with you every minute of the day. Journey with me as we take a deeper look at Grafton, Wisconsin, and what it has to offer throughout the community. Today, we're excited to share with you Grafton's first special event of the year, Giro de Grafton, which is on Saturday, June 23rd. Giro de Grafton is one of the stops on the popular Tour of America's Dairyland Race Series. The exciting six-turn Giro de Grafton course has plenty to offer all racers and spectators outside in downtown Grafton. Kids' activities and more are also a part of this adrenaline-packed day. Our first guests on this episode are Bill Koch, Executive Director and one of the founders of Tour of America's Dairyland, and Bill Akowitz, the co-founder and partner of Tour of America's Dairyland and the founder of Giro de Grafton. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. We're really excited to have you on with us today to learn more about Giro de Grafton and Tour of America's Dairyland. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Megan. You bet. What sorts of events and support did you have the very first year, and how has that grown with each additional year? Well, this is Bill O, uh, Billy O, <laughs> responding to that question since it refers to the very first year, which would be 2007. To sort of back up on how that started is my family's been involved with cycling for 50 years or so. Uh, my father started bike racing back in the 30s. Uh, my brother picked up cycling in the late 60s. It uh, was on uh, the 72 and 76 Olympic team. And then I ended up getting involved with cycling myself because I was um, I went to school locally here, but um, I was too short for basketball, <laughs> too small for football. And uh didn't really, uh, we didn't have hockey and lacrosse and some of these other sports or soccer going on. So I ended up getting into cycling. So our family's got a history. And then I grew into cycling through um, a junior and then got into elite level and then made the national team and then qualified for the Olympic trials in 84. Didn't make the team. So I rode professionally for a couple of years and then got out of it and then got into my professional life and uh, totally got out of it for uh, about 10 or 10 or 11 years. Then got back into it as a master's, which is a big group of racers now, and then um, got into event promotion um, back in the early 2000s. And I started in uh, event promoting for cycling in uh, actually in the town of Elkhorn. And uh, what had happened is Elkhorn uh, came to me after the third year and said they couldn't put the event on because there was construction going on. So I had to move it. I had to find another venue. And I had one of my my best friend at the time was a, a guy named Jeff Littman who was involved in Grafton. Um, his bank was Grafton State Bank. And uh, Jeff, and I forget his last name, was the, the president of the bank, was, to, was really into cycling. And at that time, Grafton had just made a big investment into downtown, new streets, new sidewalks, sure. new street poles, things like that, and they wanted to put events on. So my friend Jeff Lippman um, introduced me to uh, Jim Brunkwell, um, who's still the village president up there. Mm -hmm. And as I explained to him back then, uh, which is uh, apropos, I think, because it's it's a business formula that Bill Koch and I still use with Tour of America's Dairyland, which is 
I told Mr. Brunkwell and, and the, the rest of the village board that if they wanted to put it in a park or industrial park, or I think I think it's a kiln park, or is it? A lime little, kiln Lime park. kiln park. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't going to work. But if you were committed to putting on a, a, a great event, you need to shut down downtown. We needed to bring in bands. We needed to bring in food. We needed to build an event around cycling. Um, something else that worked. And he, he went chips all in and uh, committed to it. Uh, Grafton State Bank supported that financially, wrote the check for that event. And the first year in 2007 was was great. I was partners at that time, sort of just happenstance doing it with a, uh, a guy that we're still all friends with, uh, Mike Martins up there. And it ended up being a really great event. I ended up, I broke my leg and had surgery actually two weeks before the event was in a oh, wheelchair. Wow. So the day that that happened, I had to call Mike and tell him, Mike, I'm like, you're going to be shorthanded. It's going <laughs> to, I'm in a wheelchair <laughs> and I'm in the hospital. So we, uh, we ended up pulling it off and it went so well that, as you know, up in that area, they compete against Strawberry, is it Strawberry Fest? Strawberry or? Fest in Cedarburg. Yeah. And we blew it out of the water. And so when our follow-up meetings, they, they wanted us to come back. And so I ended up expanding it from a, a one-day event to a two-day event, which would be Grafton. And then I partnered with another guy that we used to be Bill and I's partner up in, up in Sheboygan. And then we thought we felt we had something really special going on uh, with how we were organizing it, the way the, you know, it sort of worked for us. And so we came together as partners with Mr. Koch and uh, another partner of ours, Tom Schuler, and, and some other folks, and uh, decided to make it a really big event um, which I think was built, wasn't it, nine days or something like that? Nine days the first year, that's correct. Yeah, which we launched in 2009. So we had a lot of support from the community. Uh, we had a lot of support from the cycling community. Mm-hmm. Um, our formula worked really well, and it's still true today. Each year, we've had sort of grown our brand such that it's it's done really well for us. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of really successful moving parts with this that have made this, you know, what it is today and, and how great of an event it is. So that that's really cool to hear that backstory since mm-hmm. I don't know much about Giro de Grafton myself. So <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn. <laughs> Absolutely. How many years has Giro de Grafton been in existence? Well, as I said, we started in 2007, and I think it was the second year that we did it in 08 that we wanted to do something even more unique because they asked us, like, because as we, as partners, always say, we're always trying to do something better and cooler. And we, we said, Mike Martins and I said, hey, let's do a let's do a Twilight Criterium. And they're like, what's that? And we're like, well, Twilight Criterium's like, we, we push all the events till sort of the pro men and women don't go off until like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. It's pitch black, but we bring in floodlights. And then you sort of have a nighttime criterium event, and they're like, "Oh, let's do that." And that ended up being pretty well run. I mean, we made some mistakes on on lighting position and shadows and things that we weren't anticipating, but sure. it still ended up being pretty good. And so I think we were coming up with a name, and I came up with with uh, the village board. I came up, you know, there's a number of names that are using the cycling, like Tour de France, or like other names that sort of are either French or Flemish. Sort of naming sure. thing. And Giro mm-hmm. is an Italian name for basically tour or loop type thing. And so I sort of played off with the G and came up with the Giro de Grafton name. And it, that's it sort of stuck since day one. Awesome. Well, it is a cool name. If I have never been to Giro de Grafton before, what makes this such a special event? And why would I want to come to it, especially as a spectator on race day? 
Well, we like to say that watching a bike race is called NASCAR on two wheels. <laughs> so the the real attraction for a lot of fans, especially people that have not watched a bike race before, is you have this free access right up to the barricades or the edge of the course, and the riders will come by at speeds varying from maybe 15 miles an hour for some of the younger kids to speeds up to 35, 40 miles an hour in a final sprint for the pros. Wow. And it does make your hair fly around unless you're hair challenged <laughs> like I am. <laughs> so that is, you know, that's one big, big attraction for, uh, for watching the bike races. And in addition to that, Grafton has a plethora of other events going on, live music, uh, restaurants and bars that have brought their food and their drinks out to the street, kids face painting. The, the firehouse there always has a lot of fun kids' activities that draws a lot of families. And so all of that stuff is all going on at the same time. And our real main draw, we call ourselves a bike race in a box, is that the community plans their own event. So it really is their special day to showcase what they really want to say to their neighbors and the people that live in and around that community. Um, so there will be seven races during the course of the day, but and then we're also hosting a national event that day also. So all of that stuff is jam-packed into this probably nine hours of bike racing. You mentioned there's a national race that's taking place. Give us a little more detail on that. So last year, we we trialed uh, hand cycling racing for the first time. And, and these are disabled uh, women and men who pedal their bikes with their arms and their hands and not their feet. And it is a spectacle to watch and behold. It's really an amazing feat. It went over very successfully. Uh, Grafton last year was the second of three-day Omnium that we had. And Omnium is a series event. Okay. Uh, so this year, we are uh, blessed with hosting the paracycling Criterium National Championships. So it's a collaborative effort between the U.S. Olympic Committee and USA Cycling to award the Stars and Stripes jersey to the winners of these various classes of races that will go on in two different events during the course of the day that happen during the local event between our pro women's race and our pro men's race. Well, I know that the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce and our community is really excited to be able to host that. So we definitely appreciate that opportunity. Why do racers like riding in Grafton compared to other locations? I mean, the feedback that we get from, from riders, because we do surveys after the event to see areas of improvement and Grafton is either number one or two on the list in terms of positive response in venues. And I think it's primarily it's because, um, you know, e even though each city's got its own unique features to it, the, the way I designed the course in Grafton originally has stuck very well because it's a six-corner criterium, and it's got two hills in it, one in between corners two and three up to the, the first uh, hill up to the fire station. Then you sort of drop back down, take a right, and then you take a left at the bottom, and then there's another sort of steeper hill before you get to the fifth corner. It's a very physically challenging course, okay. and it's a technical course. But the pavement is is in very good condition. There's super wide corners, and I and I think you can really sense the enthusiasm from the crowd. In particular, is corner two, which is where I think Gary, who's head of the maintenance department or in the maintenance department with the with the village, mm -hmm. is puts on a party every year, and every year is a new theme. So everybody gets really excited as to what the new theme is. One year it's been Elvis. One year it's been the Kentucky Derby. Another year it's been big band. It's been like, uh, I think it was senior band uh, nights. Everybody came out with their trumpets and trombones and all oh, that stuff. So every fun. year he's got a different theme. And um, 
they really get into it. And so it's been a lot of fun. And, and from riders that, that really race around the country, I would say a majority of them are racing in, in park-like atmospheres with no spectators, no crowd. There's nothing going on. And again, it goes back to the business model that works for us to, to make it work for the riders as well as the spectators and as well as the communities. And so that formula, again, is just worked really well. And I think Grafton's unique because I, I can remember, it's interesting how that sort of went down because when I designed the first course, we were actually between at the fire station, instead of taking a right, we were going to go straight and just keep it simple and make it a four-corner criterium. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a American Legion, I think, that is down in the end or uh, something at the end of the block there. Sure. Mm-hmm. That was having a wedding, and they said, well, you can't block the streets off. We're having a function <laughs> that day. So I said, all right, well, I'll just redesign the course. So I'll just, I ended up redesigning the course, and I turned right at the fire station and came down, which ended up being a, a, a better course technically from a cycling perspective. Hmm. And um, it, it, it's worked really well. And we got pushback. And I can't remember who was head of the Chamber of Commerce back then, but they were getting pushback from a lot of the business saying, oh, you're taking my parking, you're taking, you're blocking off the streets and this and that. Well, you know what? At that first year, the liquor store sold out of every bottle of liquor that they had in the store. Sure. The family restaurant sold more restaurant food that day than they ever sold before. The other bars and restaurants killed it, and I think we had you know we had one or two complaints on some other folks that we had that that we had a sort of address in the second year, but it worked really well. Mm-hmm. I know, especially with the businesses, they're always commenting that this is the day that they make the most money when Shiro de Grafton is doing its thing. So that's yeah. really cool. I know that we touched on it and that Bill Koch sort of addressed that a little bit in regards to what to expect on racing day. Can you break it down for us? What type of races are going on in regards to classification and things like that? Yeah, so we start the day. Actually, there's a there's another race. So we start really with the beginner racers and we work our way up to the pro level racers. So on the first couple of days of the series, we offer a citizens or category five racer. So racers are categorized by pro one up through five. So five's a beginner and pro's a pro, as are most of the category ones. So that race starts the day and they also go up in length of time. So that's a 25 minute race. Um, Then the next races that come up are the category three, four, five women. And that goes up to a 40 minute race followed by category four, five, which could be men or women. Generally, it's mostly guys who are racing. Okay. Uh, and then it just ramps up through the course of the day. When we get to the pro women's race late in the afternoon, we take a break. And during that break, which this year will be probably just shy of two hours, okay, and we'll have the paracycling, the two paracycling races. So there'll be the hand cyclists, and they'll race for 35 minutes. And then there's a couple of uh, another classification called C classification, which are riders on two wheel bikes, but with varying disabilities. And they'll race for 40 minutes, and there'll be some, maybe a kid's race or a mascot race or something like that. And then we'll morph into the pro one-two men's race, which will take us into the twilight hours of the day. Wonderful. Are there any giveaways or prizes for spectators that people might want to know about for this year's event? Uh, well, first thing, we we have our new presenting sponsor this year, which is Quick Trip Stores and their dairy brand, which is Nature's Touch. And Nature's Touch Chocolate Milk will be at all of our races this year. 
Quick Trip, I think, intends to be on site for that. So that'll be a public giveaway. Oh, great. We also provide free chocolate milk to our racers after their races, which is an incredibly popular part of Tour of America's <laughs> Dairyland. Sure. For obvious reasons. And so they'll be there. There's likely to be some other of our uh, retail-type suppliers and sponsors, Colectivo Coffee, Rishi Tea, Clement Sausage, uh, Saputo Cheese. There's a variety of different folks like that who will be engaging with spectators and fans to uh, give them a little sample of some of the goodness they have. And then on top of that, Grafton always has expo vendors that may show up that day that may be either offering services or giveaways or things along that line for everybody, kids, adults, whoever's there. Excellent. Where can people find out more information about Tour of America's Dairyland so they can stay up to date about your organization and future races like Giro de Grafton? The easiest way is touramericasdairyland.com. Excellent. Well, I really want to thank both Bills for being on our show today and filling us in on Tour of America's Dairyland, Giro de Grafton, and the history of how it started. When we come back, we will hear from John Zafstrom and get the ins and outs on what to expect the day of Giro de Grafton. Join the Grafton community for Grillin' Fun on Friday, June 29th and Saturday, June 30th. Grillin' and Grafton is a free family event held at Centennial Park. This fun-packed weekend features a Kansas City Barbecue Society competition, Independence Day Parade, delicious food, live music, and the largest fireworks show in Ozaki County. Looking to learn more? Click on the Grillin' and Grafton tab at celebrategrafton.org. At Aurora Healthcare, we put people first. That's why you are at the very heart of everything we do. In fact, our purpose is to help people, just like you, live well. To learn more about Aurora Healthcare and to find a location or doctor near you, Go to aurorahealthcare.org. Welcome back, Getaway to Grafton listeners. I'm back with our guest, John Zafstrom. John is one of the founding members of Celebrate Grafton, and he is our current president. Celebrate Grafton is an organization that plans and executes events in Grafton, such as Giro de Grafton. Thanks for joining us, John. We're really excited to have you here to talk about Giro de Grafton and Celebrate Grafton. Give us the backstory on Giro de Grafton and how it became what it is today. Uh, more than 10 years ago, a village resident, Michael Martins, uh, along with Bill Okowitz, came to village president Jim Brunkwell wanting to put on a bike race in Grafton. There had been some other bike races going on around the state of Wisconsin, and they felt like Grafton was a great venue to hold a bike race. So we held our first bike race, and the second year, we held the Giro de Grafton again the second year. Um, and then when they got to the third year, it became the Tour of America's Dairyland, where they put together a whole series of bike races and went to other communities. And um, we were the first, but now we are one of the premier events in the Tour of America's Dairyland. That's great. What are just a few of the events or attractions that people can experience at Giro de Grafton? Um, we'll have food vendors in the downtown. We have a beer garden planned. Um, we have local restaurants. We'll all be doing something special outside of their uh, facilities. We'll have live music starting in the early afternoon. Uh, we have a big wheels race for kids ages three to five. We'll have an ice cream social. Um, our mascot race will take place in between before the men's pro race. Wonderful. That all sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of cool things for families. It, it is. What, if any, impact has Giro de Grafton had on Grafton and tourism regarding local businesses? 
Uh, that's not really my area of expertise, but when you've got <laughs> five or 600 bike riders and their families coming into the village, to me, that seems like it's something special. Typically, we have almost 2,000 spectators for our men's pro race. So those people are all walking through the downtown village of Grafton. They're all thirsty. They're all hungry. I think that does a little something for tourism. Absolutely. I would think so. Well, what do you see as the benefit of hosting Giro de Grafton in the Grafton community? The idea when we first brought the bike race in was to bring people into downtown Grafton. And when you get to the pro men's race, we you can look around the community and with almost 2,000 spectators, I believe it's accomplished that goal. So it really wanted to bring people into the downtown and just enjoy Grafton on a nice sunny day. And in most years it does that. Well, that's great. And I'm looking forward to seeing it for myself this year too for the first time. What is your favorite part about Giro de Grafton that you would like to share with our audience today? Uh, my favorite part personally is just seeing friends, neighbors coming into the downtown. They'll bring lawn chairs. They'll be wheeling a cooler with them. They find their favorite spot somewhere along the race course, and they just sit down and they'll watch bike racers. Where do you feel is the best place to watch the races? Everybody's got their favorite spot. Turn one is a favorite. Sometimes you'll see some accidents there, but turn one is where people really kind of get going full speed and you can feel the wind of the racers as you're just standing there watching. They almost blow your hair up. I mean, they're going, some of them are almost going 30 miles an hour. So, oh, wow. What happens if it rains or there's bad weather? Does the show still go on, as they say? In severe weather, they stop racing for a while and hopefully let the streets dry off. Um, but they have raced in, in some light rain. But typically, if, if it's more severe weather, they will stop racing and they'll try to pick it back up again. Um, we've never canceled the race, so cross our fingers, we've been pretty lucky over the years. The nice part about me is that I'm new to the Grafton Chamber, so I've never been to any of our Grafton events. Tell me why someone like me would want to go if they are or aren't a cycling fan. I think it's a unique opportunity to just walk around the whole downtown village of Grafton and you just see the diversity of people. There's families with small children, you know, young adults hanging outside of a local tavern or just friends getting together with chairs and a cooler and sitting down and watching. It's, it's kind of a relaxing day. Awesome. What makes Grafton a great place for bikers? Um, from what I've heard from the racers, they, they like the village of Grafton because there's different areas where they can come in and set up and they like our course. It's got enough challenging turns to it. Um, so I've heard that from them that it's been a pretty popular route for them to ride. They like the challenge. Okay. Where can people get more information on all the Giro de Grafton events happening? And if any last-minute sponsors or local companies would like to connect with you directly, what's the best way to do that? Uh, if they went to www.celebrategrafton.org, you can find all of our events. There are sponsor opportunities involved on that webpage. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming in today, John. We really look forward to another great year at Joe de Grafton. Thank you, Megan. Hope to see you at the bike race. Sounds great. When we come back, I'll be sharing a preview of what to expect in next month's podcast. Looking to hit the trails this summer, but don't know where to start? Check out the Ozaki Inner Urban Trail. This 30-mile paved trail spans the entire length of Ozaki County. The majority of the trail is off-road and perfect for family enjoyment. 
The Ozaki communities of Mequon, Thienesville, Cedarburg, Grafton, Port Washington, and Belgium are connected by using the existing right-of-way so you can get out and explore safely. Intended for year-round uses such as biking, inline skating, walking, running, and cross-country skiing, the Ozaki Interurban Trail is the place to be. For more information, check out their website at interurbantrail.us. Welcome back to Getaway to Grafton. We are really looking forward to Giro de Grafton this year and really appreciate your time today. Next time, Getaway to Grafton will be sharing with you something tangy, sweet, and smoky, Grillin' in Grafton. Be sure to tune in to learn more and find out about Grillin' in Grafton and the many exciting things planned for grillers and family fun. To all our listeners, if you like what you've heard, we'd love to have you share, review, and subscribe to Getaway to Grafton. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have the links and resources available in our show notes. Be sure to check out our website, www.grafton-wi.org. On behalf of myself and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. 